Welcome to the Mom Buns Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And we are here because moms, well, we have a lot to say. We certainly do. So, uh, well, let's just talk about who we are and how we know each other and what we're doing now, because we're not doing the same thing now that we were when we met. No, absolutely. And I think actually that's fair because in your thirties, you probably should not be doing the same thing that you were doing in college. I hope not. Especially (laughs) not as parents. True. Especially (laughs) not as parents. Thankfully. Yes. Um, none of us had kids young Yeah, and not thankfully for not being in that, that sounds bad, but I mean, as in we both got a chance to kind of establish ourselves, test the world, make experiences, you know, live a little extra. Yeah. And find guys who, you know, partners who are good partners and then have kids at a time where we were at least financially ready, if not emotionally ready to run that. I don't know if you're ever emotionally ready for someone who cries when their granola bar breaks, but sure. (laughs) So, okay. So Ashley, I remember meeting you in the Northern Arizona University School of Calm Mm -hmm. at NAU Live, which was our student run um, production. Like newscast, basically. Newscast. Like live newscast. Yes. And you were in charge. Or I, I feel like you were in charge, or you were a star. Oh at least wow! I came in as a freshman, so I was like, "Oh, she's cool." Um, so I, so I remember fine. that being kind of my first impression of you in that teeny tiny newsroom, um, and that you were a star. You were a star reporter and producer, and um, and I was just a little sports editor at the time. Oh, see, I don't remember that at all. I mean, I remember meeting you, but like, I remember your go-getter attitude and like. Like, it was like, I'm all in, I'm all in whatever you need me to do to help. I'm all in. Or like you had the, the greatest ideas. You would always come up with like really fun stuff. Cause it's, you know, it's hard to do that when you're in college and you're, and not everybody, everybody just wanted to be on TV and not everybody was into actually doing their job and you were, and that's, that's what I remember most about you. I mean, besides the fact that you were fun and I liked you and you were fantastic, but like you were a go-getter even then, man, it was great. Oh. That's, you're really sweet. You're no, I'm just being. I'm just being honest. I'm just telling the truth. These are facts, people. They're facts. They're facts. So, um, a little That's bit about that was in college, right? And yeah. we were. I was a couple of years behind you, but we were pretty tight until you had to graduate and walked yeah. away. And I left. Yeah, I got a job and I moved away to another state. And then I don't really. I. I mean, I just kind of did the nose to the grindstone thing, and I've didn't really talk to a lot of people that I went to college with anymore. It's like, like, you know, you go away and you start your job and then you meet a person and you make a family, you know, all the stuff they say you're supposed to do. Yeah. So it's true though, that I think as far as relationships that I formed in college are a lot deeper though than the relationships I formed before college. Yeah. I moved back to my hometown. Well, I'm very close to my hometown now. And I don't see people that I went to school with. I don't see people I grew up with. And if I do, it's in passing. And there are very, very few people here that are my age that I make a point to reach out and connect to, which Mm -hmm. is weird because I literally live 15 minutes from the house that I grew up in. Uh, That's weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think it's true, you know, in college, you make these relationships. And I think that's kind of how we come full circle is you and I have stayed in touch Mm -hmm. um, through the beauty of Facebook and things. And then I've known, I followed 
you when you were in Wyoming and then I think you went to California and maybe you went somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio after that. Wow. I started to uh, come to California for work and that's really when we reconnected, mm-hmm. uh, met each other's husbands and then eventually like met each other's kids. Which yeah. really fun. So fill in the gaps um, for me. What is, what was the coolest place or the most interesting place you lived? The best, the most interesting, coolest place I lived was Monterey, California, where I met my husband. It was, I mean, my mom said to me, this is the prettiest place you will ever live in your life. And she was right so far. So, I mean, it was, it's, there's ocean and beach and sand and it's just a lovely coastal community. And, um, and of course, like it holds a special place in my heart because that's where I fell in love. So obviously I'm going to think it's great, you know, (laughs) um, but you know, my job or my job took me to that place. And I was committed to following wherever my job took me because my job would make me move. I was a TV producer and it meant like, if you have to go somewhere else, you got to go somewhere else. Um, but the man kind of threw a wrench in the plan and cause he's in TV too. And we had to choose where we were going to go and, so that kind of led me on a different journey, but, um, I lived there for about a year and it was just, it was absolutely beautiful. It was gorgeous. We ended up getting married in that area. I mean, if you haven't been there, not that I work for the tourism bureau there, but I'm just saying you should go. <laughs> absolutely. Actually, this is, um, the same time of year that I usually went out to Monterey for mm-hmm. the golf tournament there at Pebble Beach. That's right. So when I worked at the PGA tour, we have, um, obviously a stop at Pebble beach and it was full of celebrities and, um, entertainment, but I got to bounce between Monterey and Carmel and spend a couple, two, three, four years, just, you know, getting to check that place out on when I wasn't on the golf course and I love that area. So you're super right. And coincidentally, it's like right in between, we could probably both drive there and just meet. We could, we should probably think about some vacation. We should do that. I like that plan. Okay. Yeah. I was not one of those people that was, you know, tied to my hometown and where I wanted to be, um, in the same place all my life. So as soon as, um, high school was over, I I left Oregon and I went to Northern Arizona. Um, when I was at NAU, I went abroad to Ireland for a semester and I've kind of bounced all over. So Oregon, Arizona, abroad, Oregon again. Then I got my dream job, quote unquote, in Jacksonville, Florida, which I had no idea where Jacksonville really truly was until I was actually on the airplane to get there. I was like, I knew about the Jaguars because I'm a sports fan. Um, I knew it was like Florida, but I could not have pointed it out on a map to you until like I landed. It was so new and different to me. I drove, the first thing I did was drive to the beach. And every time I go back, if I can, the first place I go, is drive back to the exact same spot on the beach because it's just like a, a beacon um, calling me home. So I have lived all over, but um, like I spent almost seven years in Florida. We got married, we had a son, and my husband found a job opportunity that would bring us right back to where I grew up. Um, so back towards family, and which is great. We didn't have family in Florida. So to come back has been everything that we thought it could be in so much different than we thought it would be. Um, you know, I, I live 15 minutes from where I grew up, but my family doesn't live there anymore. So all my immediate family now lives three hours away in central Oregon. 
So it's not like, Hey, mom can just pop on by, but it's also not like, Hey, I can just drop the kids off, um, to get a date night, you know, things like that. So I do have a lot of cousins in the area, aunts and uncles, but you know, they have their lives and they're actually used to us not being around because we weren't for so long that it's still a little, I think like, Oh yeah, we, we could just swing over there or they could just pop in. Um, and I don't run into a lot of people that I knew unless I want to, which is both good and bad. So it's, it's not like moving home in that we've had to really reestablish and make new friends. Um, luckily, you know, when you have kids, that's a little bit easier to do because there's mom's clubs, there's preschool, you know, and the families that you meet through those things, um, really help you kind of set some roots. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we're in a good space, but it's, I moved home, but I didn't, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, you, I think you described it really well. Cause it is, you think, oh, like, oh, you moved home and you think, you know what that looks like, but especially when, you know, you, it doesn't look like that at all. No, the roads are familiar. The traffic is not right. right. Mm-hmm. The, the people that you pass and you see in the grocery store, like my high school golf coach lives, I don't know half a mile from me. And I've seen him like all of three times. Like I see him in the grocery store once a year. That's crazy. No matter how small your world is, it's still pretty big. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, you've talked a lot about you like sports. So I want to talk about that because that is part of who you are. It's not part of who I am. (laughs) No, but it is actually part of your life anyway. It is. It's part of my life in a big way, but you have a passion for it. So do you, if you have to pick one sport, you had to watch just one for the rest of your life and that's it. What would you choose? That's easy. Uh, that's golf. Um, I always love golf. I mean, I was like little, like my kids age two, three, four, five, watching golf with my grandpa. Um, and that's how I kind of got hooked into it. He also watched a little NASCAR. Thank God I didn't get hooked into that. No. <laughs> um, so it's always been golf for me. And that's, I think why I always wanted to work for the PGA tour. And then when I did, um, that was a pretty crazy experience because who gets their dream job at 23 and is willing to move across the country for it and give up everything else. Um, that's a whole different podcast, obviously. Yes, it uh, but you know, it's, it's always gonna be a podcast. and it's funny because I don't watch nearly you know, I'm not as close to it anymore now being four or five seasons removed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still like hands down and a close second would probably be hockey just cause that's what my boys like and my husband likes. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a pretty fascinating sport. Um, and it moves quickly. So yeah. I could probably do either of those two. How about you? If you had to pick, this is the Ashley version of this question. Yeah. If you could only watch one award show for the rest of your life, Ashley, what award show would you watch? Oh, you know, it's going to be the Oscars, baby. Because, you know, you know me. I like all my entertainment news and my, you know, pop culture trivia. But to me, the Oscars are like the Super Bowl. You know, I I get that the Super Bowl is a separate event (laughs) and that it is about football, but the Oscars are my Super Bowl. It is my dream to go to the Oscars one day. I don't know how that's going to happen, but, you know, a girl can have goals. So I like to watch. I love the dresses. And I mean, I don't I am a jeans and T-shirt girl. I don't get dressed up that much. I have children who put glue on my pants. So, you know, I'm that's kind of how I dress, but it's nice to see all those beautiful dresses and see everybody's hair. And 
I, I don't know. I've always liked it. Even in high school, we would have Oscar parties and we would dress up and eat popcorn and have pizza and watch them. I mean, I was 17. I don't know who does that at 17. So that's, that's what I would choose. Hmm. Yeah. Now here's one for you. Okay. Sweet or salty. And if you have to pick, what's your favorite like snack? Like the thing you would hide from your children so they didn't eat it and you could like eat it alone with nobody taking bites. I do that, but sadly it's with peanut butter, not with actual snacks. <laughs> I hide peanut butter because I will buy really good, like nice, like good peanut butter yeah. for myself, like for me. So I hide the peanut butter, which is not the answer to the question you were looking No, but I find that fascinating and awesome at the same time. I, it's hard for me to turn down sweet. Okay. I can turn down salty. I, it's hard for me to turn down sweet, but I do like a little salty. So probably like a salted caramel uh, Talenti gelato is probably the thing that I would hide from everybody. Um, yeah. Or here we have salt and straw. So if you can get to salt and straw, um, then that is a, it's that's something that I bring in the freezer. Yeah. It's amazing ice cream and they have it now in California and some other places, but it is a Portland first thing. That's so. okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, let's see, uh, meat, fish, vegan, or what's your, what's your diet of choice? Oh, I'm all in with the meats. If I was stuck on an Island for the rest of my life, I'd just want hamburgers for the rest of my life. I would just eat hamburgers. I know it's so weird, but it's just my thing. You? Oh, I'm all in on the meats too. But what's hilarious is I don't like it when I cook it as much as like when you go out. Right. So like my hamburgers are okay. Um, but I'd rather get a good hamburger out and I can't, I don't like any steak that I cook, even though I know they're not terrible. I just don't like a steak that I cook. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is unfortunate. My parents are beef farmers. They oh. raise beef. Um, so I have a lot of it on hand and I, we love it. We eat it all the time, but for some reason I just don't do steaks. Like I'd rather have the hamburger to make for, it's easier to make for the family. It's easier yeah. for them to eat anyway. So I'm like, give me all your rumps and give me all your ground meat and all of those things. So all the things, if you weren't doing what you're doing now and you could have some like fun, I don't want to say dream job. Cause I really do think dream jobs are achievable in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like a fun job that you didn't have to worry about paying the bills or uh, that you would just like practically skip your way to work every day. What would you do? It still would be to run foundations to use other people's wealth, because I don't have any myself, um, to use their fortune and their um, and be the person that helps them make the impact that they want to make in the world. Um, I think that's that's truly what that job does is it helps you know connect um, like-minded people and it helps connect for uh, like-minded causes and, and really is a job of purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go to work every day happy. Um, and not to say I don't, because I love my job and the flexibility of being a freelance marketing consultant and doing things online and, and going and speaking and, and things like that, which is actually my real job. But I've always wanted to to do foundation work. And obviously it's not a lucrative um, business, but I think down the road, if I could get back into that, um, that would be fantastic. It has all of my strengths. It's PR, it's communications, it's event planning, Mm -hmm. it's connecting people and it's working towards something that's bigger than yourself. Yeah. 
That's but you, awesome. what's your, uh, your oh. dream nine to five or non nine to five? I am not as good of a person as you. I want to be a cake decorator. <laughs> You're going to change the world and I'm going to make their cakes. <laughs> well, events always need cakes. So I think that we can build team See? up. You okay. won't get rid of me yet. Is this a dream out of, um, actual talent or a wish for talent? Cause I don't for know. Talent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've tried, I've, I've tried to make some cakes for the kids, but I mean, let's be real. It's not, no, I can make a mean chocolate chip cookie, but I'm not good at decorating cakes. I would love to be, but I'm not. Baking is the one thing I do not do with my kids. Cooking all day longs. Baking seems to be very messy. It is. Well, there's all the little granules of the flour and the sugars and, and sometimes there's no energy left to clean that stuff up when it's everywhere. Yeah. That's fair. One more. And then we're going to, we're going to wrap this up because we know that moms who are listening to this podcast only have 20 to 30 minutes at a time to listen to our podcast. So if you want to fast forward us, we get it. We get it, but we just want to introduce ourselves. Right. Just so you know Um, who you're listening to. So my last question for you is what is your ideal pretty woman date night? Oh, wow. (laughs) Why you got to put me on? on the spot like that. I have no idea. Um, right now, because I have two toddlers, it's some place where I get dressed up and go out to a nice meal with my husband and I don't get interrupted. Beautiful. That's ideal to me right now. Private plane or not. I, I, you know what? I don't care. I, I don't care. You could put me in some sort of app ride and I wouldn't care. <laughs> Lift me, Uber me. I don't care. Yep. And you? Jeez. Right? Yeah, that is a hard one. Um, I'd probably love just like a day away doing whatever we wanted. So, I mean, I alluded to, we do like to play golf together. We just don't ever get a chance. So something that was like golf and maybe spa and then dinner would be, um, I think, like golf, massage, dinner, salt and straw and boom, packet that up. Um, so if, if anybody, if my mom is listening and you would like to make the three hour drive, give me a heads up so I can make my tea time. Yes. yes. I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, that's us in a nutshell for now. I know. That went completely different than I thought it would be. I know, but it was fun. It was. So, okay. So we told you about us. Now we want you to tell us about you. So go to at mombuns.life on Instagram and leave us a comment or a message. We'll keep the messages open. Um, and uh, check out our website, which probably will have something on it by the time that this podcast rolls out. Um, yeah. So stay in touch and let us know um, like a little bit about who you are. And don't forget, if you like this episode, stay tuned for more. And also leave us a rating in the iTunes store um, or wherever you get your podcast so that you can spread the word to other moms um, and parents and people who like to listen to moms talk. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.